0: We have Oregon Ducks, his own, joining me here on the show here today. Sports of Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Signed with the Lions. He had his time there, and now he's looking for a new team. You're out there training. Welcome to the show, man. Sports of Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 365, iHeartRadio. What's going on, Nick?
1: Man, what's going on? I appreciate you having me, bro. Of course, for, man. How's
0: the whole offseason going? How's the training going? Because I know you're looking to get picked up here soon.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, it's been going well. Um, compared to last year, it's a big difference. Compared to last year, I'm working out every day. Except for the weekends, but I'm getting real good, uh, like positional work and um, my new trainers that I have are great and I signed to a new agency as well. So everything's coming around full circle and it's going how it should go. Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm happy to hear that everything's going well for you. And I've talked to many players that say that the game is 99 percent mental and then 1 percent physical. How are you mentally right now, especially going through everything that you went through and, and currently looking for a team?
1: Man, just like I said, just overall, I'm in a great space right now. Mentally, I'm in the best space I've been in, like, in about three years, I should say. Everything's just been smooth. Uh, I've been able to have a lot of time with my family as well, so that's been a big help, too. I've, I haven't been alone in, in any way, if that makes sense.
0: we have been some teams recently that have been reaching out now that you're out there training.
1: Uh, so I'm just training, by my, well, not by myself, but with my trainers out here with a couple of other uh, NFL guys, but a few teams that have reached out and showed interest, I think, there are, are the Cardinals and the Vikings. The, the Vikings showed interest last year. I just didn't make it around to their uh, training camp. So I'm going to try it this year if I can.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to be working hard to get out there right now. But, man, you're a Los Angeles native. Tell me about what it was like growing up in Los Angeles.
1: Man, it's everything you think uh, that you see on, on uh, TV or on the movies, you know, just – uh. I'll say I had a pretty different upbringing because my whole life, it was just focused on sports and pretty much nothing else. You know, that's that's what I knew I wanted to do ever since I was young. So the focus has always been sports, but I made a lot of great relationships, and made a lot of great memories along the way. Just coming up in the city. It's not much you guys, uh, not much more you can ask for. Everything was cool.
0: No, Growing up, were you a Rams or Raider fan?
1: Man, actually, neither. I'm a big Packers fan. You're a big Packer cause, fan. Yeah, because <laughs> all my all my family is really, originally from Chicago, so you know they're all Bears fans, and I'm the only Packer fan in the family. So, well, it, oh, that's like glassiness then. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> lot of tension when the games come on during the season and stuff. But yeah, overall, I've been a Packers fan my whole life.
0: Aaron Rodgers, and it's crazy because now yeah. Devontae Adams is making his way to the Las Vegas Raiders now. So you guys got to pick up yeah. a receiver.
1: Yeah, that is crazy. Isn't it? I think the Raiders are going to do good this year, though.
0: Yeah, I, I think they are, especially getting rid of the, the coach that they had last year and all the mm-hmm. controversy. They they still played well throughout the year. That's what matter, But they're, yeah. they're well on their way. And the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, you know yeah, they're gonna be going to going to the playoffs. <laughs> Hopefully they can make it past the first round, though. That's the main thing.
1: Man, that's, yeah, that's always the thing. It don't matter who they got on the team. It's always that first round. Yeah, yeah they should be good this year, though, for sure.
0: It'll happen for sure, man. So tell me when this whole started for you, when you started playing football. Was safety your first position?
1: Uh, no, actually, I started playing uh, offense. So I started off playing uh, quarterback mainly, and that's what I used to train at when I was younger. So I started playing football when I was around like six years old. I started off uh, flag football first, and then I transitioned to uh, tackle. But in my first couple years, I was mainly quarterback. Then I moved to receiver. Once I started playing with more athletes and stuff, they could give me the ball there. I just got comfortable. I played with my dad. He was my coach for the majority of my uh, Pop Warner years. So that's when I started playing all around, the, uh, all over the place, uh, safety, even some linebackers sometimes. But towards the end of my Pop Warner years is when I started to transition more to safety than anything. And then uh, moving on to high school is when I made that transition for a permanent transition as well.
0: Safety was your main position around then. I heard that you were a top 100 player coming out of California at the time heading in college when you were in high school.
1: Yeah, so actually, it had me marked down as an athlete because when I, so when I first got to high school, I was still playing receiver for my first year. My first two years, I was mainly receivers, but then I talked to my coaches again and just told them I wanted to make more plays and be more useful to the team. So I made my transition to defense. So I had me listed as an athlete, but I was top 100 in, uh, in that in that category. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty much a dream come true as well because this is something you never really think of when you're younger. You just want to get the offers and make it to college, but all the other accolades that come with it, was pretty, that was pretty good. Well. I mean, pretty good as well. Yeah.
0: That's monumental, especially at a young age, and you were getting all kinds of offers, and you chose the Oregon Ducks. What was the main reason for you to choose to go to Oregon? Why was that the perfect fit for you?
1: Man, just like, I don't know. I feel like any school that people pick coming out of high school is pretty much their dream school, and that's what Oregon was for me. Um, just be, being able to be recruited by Oregon was a, a blessing, in my opinion. I I had interest from other schools. Utah was a big a front runner in my recruitment and that's where I wanted to go for the longest. They were one of the first teams to show interest in me, like a part interest, the whole coaching staff. I really felt wanted. But um I was able to take a visit to Eugene, uh yeah, Eugene for like two years before I actually got the offer and I still felt the love even though I wasn't like a kid that was hard on the recruiting board at the time. So and then uh, like I said, it was my dream offer. So when it came around that time my senior year. They showed interest because one of my friends on my team was already committed. So it was like mutual interest. So I put them in my top five like um, schools that I had interest in, and even though I didn't have the offer at the time. So that like, pushed the, everybody knew that when I got the offer, eventually I was going to commit. So they came back during the season and watched me practice. And that following weekend, they, they offered me. I committed on that visit. I was just wasting no time. It was just everything I seen, everything they showed me, everything they told me, everything was fine. So it went with what I wanted to do.
0: Have you had the opportunity to have any mentors in this game and especially reaching out? Because T.J. Ward was someone that brought you to the No Jumper Sports. I saw that you guys had the interview with with the No Jumper Sports. Besides T.J. Ward, is there any other safeties that you had the honor and privilege of having a couple words with and or even as a mentor on the side in some way that has been a part of the NFL? Um,
1: not necessarily necessarily. Um... No, I haven't really had any mentors like this around my age who played the same position as me. I've had mentors throughout high school and college, like my position coach, uh, Keith Hayward. He's, he played safety um, as well in college, and I think he went to the CFL, but he has been a, uh, he was a great help throughout college. He was one of the main factors while I went to Oregon as well, just having him by my side. And um, Coach D, Deval Thomas, and Coach Ant throughout high school, those are two mentors that helped me get to where I am today. So, But other than that, it, I don't really have any, like uh, – college or pro athlete mentors that I uh, connect with on a day-to-day basis.
0: I brought up TJ Ward before. When did you guys start forming that bond? When did that whole start for you?
1: Man, so TJ, you know, we both went to Oregon, so it was always like we knew knew of each other, but it was never a personal connection like that until um, this past year. I was in the CFL for a little bit, and my my old agent situation was messed up. So um, that's not why we connected, but I I knew – one of my high school coaches knew somebody that works for TJ's agency, and I'm real close with most of my high school coaches. So I was having a conversation with him, and he just uh put the phone call out for me or whatever, just pushed my name out there. And you know, he didn't—I don't even think he realized that it was TJ Ward's agency at the time either. But once my name got around, made a few phone calls, and then he ended up calling me when I was in um, uh, Canada, which surprised me. And he just showed interest in me. He uh, told me what he can do for me, what he wanted to do for me as far as my branding on and off the field, and just, you know, what overall what he he can do for me as a person to help me grow. So that that bond, it just, I don't know. It it took off right from our first phone call, and it's been straight ever since.
0: Have you remained with any people as far as relationship-wise back at Oregon in the football program uh, throughout your journey right now and seeking to get picked up here by another team?
1: Wait, can you restate the question,
0: please? Yeah, is are you still in touch with people in the facilities and, and the training in Oregon right now as you're still, fo- are you still, they following oh, yeah, along yeah. with your journey?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I'm close with. um So they got a new coaching staff like uh, as far as like position coach-wise and like head coach-wise so I'm not f- too familiar with them. Uh, they, they do have a, a few coaches that recruited me throughout high school that just happened to uh, get hired there but for the most part like the equipment staff, uh, Kitty 4 I'm real close to him. That's my guy, man. Even through high school, I've been close to him ever since I got recruited. But all the trainers, like Chief, um, Trav, Ms. Steph, yeah, I'm close to all of them. I, I, I just recently went back to the uh, pro days in April. Was, we still have all the same relationships. It's like a it's real family base out there.
0: You're in a better space right now than you were in the past couple of years mentally and physically. How do you feel as though you've grown as an athlete at the position of safety? Safe if teams are listening in right now on the interview or if they're checking in on you, what are they getting in a player in Nick Pickett right now in 2022?
1: I'm I'm just hungrier than ever. Uh, I, I feel like last year I was at a time where I got complacent and I got like, I wouldn't even say complacent. I just got comfortable just being where I was, even though I wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, Right now, man, I'm hungry. It was a lot of downfalls that I let get in my way last year that shouldn't really interfere with what I had going on on the field. So um, just right now, I have a clear mind, man. I'm ready to make it happen. I'm real motivated. I'm just happy to be back in, uh, in, in a better situation.
0: From being picked up by the Lions as an undrafted free agency, how was that experience, and what did you learn from being there at that period of time?
1: Um, So... Really, I only got to. I wasn't signed as a free agent last year. I got to do. I was invited to the rookie mini camp as a, okay, um, just a tryout person. But I, it was a great experience in my in my opinion. It was like a three day uh camp. We only did we did like team drills every all those three days. But in my opinion, in my opinion, it was a great experience. I I went out there and I competed. I feel like I left everything out on the field. It wasn't like a situation where I felt like I left myself down. Or, left with any doubts I left even though I I didn't make the team I left knowing that I made like I did what I could if that makes sense um it would like I said it wasn't any regrets I I had fun I made friends out there as well I still connect with those guys that's on the team too Mm -hmm.
0: growing up once you established that you were going to be a safety and as well as far as your career goes who are some of the safeties that you studied that came beforehand like Ronnie Lott, Troy Palomalo who are some of the safeties that you studied
1: Man, Brian Dawkins. I really enjoy watching Brian Dawkins. Eagles. Yeah, real hard hitter. And that's what I really pride myself on is hitting people, man. Ball carriers or receivers, just putting
0: the hit out on them.
1: Uh, I like Jamal Adams as well throughout high school and college. That's somebody I was watching. Yeah, Uh, College, I kind of transitioned to like the the type of playmaker he was in college, like the different plays that he had designed for him. So I got to see a little bit more on what he does, like, as far as blitzing and stuff. So those are two people I look up to.
0: How do you feel about the value of safeties in today's league? Because when you see, like, the drafts and these analysts on ESPN Networks, they kind of devalue the safety position. How do you feel about the value of safety in the league? Because safeties are underrated, in my opinion, because you do everything on the field. You're a ball hawk, and then you got to cover the run as well.
1: Yeah, I feel like safety is like a... I want to say it's an undervalued position even though they try to make it seem like it's, like they're trying to revolve the new defenses around safeties. But In my opinion, it's an undervalued position because like you said, we we can do a lot. I, I know some safeties that can go down and play corner, go down and play nickel. I know, like myself, I know safeties that can go down and play a linebacker or even rush off the edge. So it's like, you know, we complement a lot of defense in, in a lot of different ways and we can add a lot of value to defenses in ways nobody really ever imagined. So I feel like um, safety is like those one-of-a-kind one, one of the kind positions, like true athletes to play safety, in my, in my opinion. And we're, uh, we're real game-changer.
0: On the field, you were majoring in safety, but as far as the academics side goes, what was your major coming out of Oregon?
1: Uh, I majored in ethnic studies.
0: Okay, ethnic studies. Yeah. And what was it, the most important thing that you learned throughout your time in college in ethnic studies and how you're applying it to what you're doing today on the side as well?
1: Man, Oregon did a real good job of, like, Mixing real life situations with what we learned in class. So around that time, it was, you know COVID year. It's around when all the protests happened. So so at the time, like, you really learned about I don't know. You get deeper into the just the surface to what you the baseline of what you learn. usually in school. We learned about a different like real. Um, how can I put this? Just real, just real life situations. I don't know. Like in Oregon, they had a different way of teaching it. Uh, we learned a big term I learned was intersectionality, how you uh combine race, gender, and uh your sexual preference. So that like, just learning that term and, and re- relaying it back to my real life uh experiences, it just changed my view on a lot of things. It made sense to what it showed me why people act uh the way that they do and why people uh you know put 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 forth this image to try to be something that they are or uh inspire to be, aspire to be. Mm-hmm.
0: That's important and congratulations on con- on graduating especially getting a degree and, and just seeing you venture f- forward here, especially that you're training in the off season and not, and not letting it get you down and that you're keep keeping on going here. What can we expect from you in the upcoming m- months as far as where people can follow your journey on social media and everything? What can people can expect from you? Just keep working.
1: Yeah. I was, hopefully you can expect to see me on the team, man assigned to a team and going in a training camp, you know, just living on my dreams with, uh, um, to follow me on social media, you can look me up at No Limit Nick with two uh, Nick spelled with two C's, N I C C, and uh, my Twitter is N L Nick with two C's as well. So you can just follow my journey on there. Probably do a few more interviews. Um, maybe God willing, whatever, whatever is uh, whatever God has planned for me is what I'm gonna set out to do. Whatever TJ and them can get set up for me as well. You know, whatever I could get set up for myself too. But social media, I'm on social media a lot, so you can follow me on those platforms as well.
0: Oregon, just a, a great place. And we, we could also look at the, the quarterbacks that have come around of there as well. Marcus Mariota and even Justin Herbert, too.
1: Yeah, Justin, man, that was my guy. I, I was able to play with Justin for three out of the four years I was there. Um, I Actually, I the, the, my visit is when my high school visit, when I took my official visit to Oregon the same weekend, I committed he was really a big reason because that weekend he threw for like 400 and they won the game or some crazy like he had crazy stats but yeah that's my god man I don't really know Marcus Mariota like that I know his younger brother though because he played on our team as a tight end uh Matt but I don't uh Justin he's my god he's real cool cool people
0: how about Kayvon Thibodeau he's someone that's on the the big time draft boards this year coming out of Oregon alma mater
1: Yeah, Kayvon, that's my guy, too. He's from he's actually from L.A. as well. Uh, he went to Dorsey High School, which isn't too far from where i stay. That was actually my home, like my home high school in a way. Like, that was just uh, based on where I stayed at in high school. That's where I was originally supposed to go. But, yeah, that's my guy. He's from the city. Um, we we're real close. He, I actually hosted him a couple times on a few of his visits when he was in high school coming to Oregon to check out Oregon. So, yeah, we had a lot of memories together.
0: Yeah, he's coming on the draft big boards this year, and and I'm sure that he's going to be on a great team, and you will be as well this year. Once you get picked up, it's going to happen for you. You're working hard. You're in a great space right now. And man, Nick Pickett, is there anything else you want to let to let the audience know and and people who follow you on Instagram and social media and all that?
1: Uh, man, nah, not really. Just shout out to all my supporters. I wouldn't even say fans, just supporters. Everybody that's been down with me since, you know forever it's a lot of people that's been following my story for a long time that i don't really know and i just want to say thank you to every for uh, being by my side throughout this whole journey
0: that's right nick pickett i want to thank you for coming on the show here today shout out to your agent for setting this up and getting this going Thanks, anytime sir. you need any press or promo you let me know and i'm sure your agent will let me know as well and we'll get that set up for you keep going and, and just keep your head up like you're doing and you're going to get picked up soon i watched your highlights and you have a lot of potential out there and i'm sure there's a team suited for you for sure
1: so that's great, bro. Appreciate you having me, though, uh, DJ Matt Max for sure.
0: No, no doubt, man. And and, and let them know they can follow you one more time on Instagram and Twitter and all that. In case they didn't catch up. You the can follow me.
1: You follow me on uh, Instagram at No Limit Nick N O Limit N I C C and on on Twitter N L M B Nick N L M B Nick with two C's N I C C as well. And yeah, that's pretty much all my social media. Probably TikTok. It's the same as my Instagram. I'm not really on TikTok though. I might make a YouTube channel, too. But if you follow those two uh main social media accounts, you'll be able to see the updates on that.
0: And follow your journey. Nick, I want to thank you again for coming on the show, man. Keep doing your thing. I look forward to seeing you on a team Appreciate show, it.
1: man. All right. Thanks, bro. Of Have course, nice man. Day.
0: Enjoy the rest of your day, all right?
1: Yep, you too, bro.
0: Take care. And stay safe.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: Peace out, man.